Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Here We Go Brownies podcast. Join with us, Felix Wright, legendary Cleveland Brown. We are so excited to have him on. Talk a little football, talk a little Cleveland. Just get his perspective. So thank you for taking the time for us. We're excited. Well, I appreciate the invite. It's good to see all the people here, some of my teammates. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about what's going on. Paint the picture. Tell them what we're doing. Tell them what we're here for. Well, as Kevin said earlier, if you don't grab Kevin and get him over here, he's going to be outside all day. There's hundreds of people here. Felix knows this. Um, we're here for the Greater Food, Greater Cleveland Food Bank to fill a 28-foot truck. Uh, we just had you know some people on earlier. Nearly one in five people in Cleveland go hungry. Um, 20% of the people in Cleveland make 10,000 or less, you know, what a startling kind of statistic. Um, so what a what a great thing for the community to come out and support and, uh, you know, thank you for coming and help support the cops. Oh, all good. In fact, uh, when I pulled up, I was a little surprised on how many people. I know you guys said there's going to be a nice little crowd here, but unexpected so many people come to help. Yeah, it's a good thing. So, yeah, so, you, you know, you, you're kind of watching what's going on in camp. Allie and I talk about this. In years past, not so much in your time, but Browns were looking for players off the waiver wire when it came down to that 53-man roster. There's some good players on this team that just aren't going to make the 53-man roster. You know, there's a lot of good players out there um, with camp, you know, and kind of how it's been progressing. We've seen through the tea leaves on news and stuff. But what have you kind of been impressed with, or what are you looking forward to see as we get to that final cut down for the 53-man roster? I think since back in the 80s, we've had a little talent issue. And I think this year coming, last year we were a very talented football team, but you know, our defense is a little, a little suspect here and there. But I think this year they've went out and they've really upgraded our defense. In fact, uh, I was really kind of surprised how far we went last year. Uh, but uh, and did really well, you know. And uh, I think this year, uh, with the talent that we have on defense, it will match our offense. And uh, we're going to be able to get off the field, get our offensive ball, uh, get our key makers like Chubb and Hunt and Odell and Jarvis. Just get them the ball and let them do what they do. And then, you know, as far as the defense goes, I'd like to see us get a little more turnovers. Uh, we brought in some defensive backs from uh, – from the from the uh, from the Rams, and I think it's going to help us out a lot. And I think Alex says two fifths of the Rams defense is now the Browns. Absolutely, <laughs> either them or the LSU Tigers, right? <laughs> you know? But uh, I, I think we're, we're much better, and I think that you're going to see the, the big time improvement. In fact, I predict that we're going to go in there and take care of the Chiefs in Game One. Well, Allie and I talked about this. It doesn't take a defense uh, sometimes as long to gel because they kind of know their assignments. We got one player coming back from that offensive line on the Chiefs. You know, offensive lines take time to gel and get to the move. And I said, I'll take Kansas City in week one. Week eight, no way. You know, they've kind of got the rhythm by midseason. But to your point, week one, it's kind of a kind of corruption. You don't you know. Well, you know, you know, the NFL is a copycat league. And uh, what Tampa Bay did last year to them in the Super Bowl, everybody's going to copy that. And uh, so there's no more secrets. I mean, you know, they, they weren't sneaking up on anybody anyway. They're just a really good offense. Right. And uh, but I think we have the talent now to match them. You know, anything can happen in any given week. But I, I think we'll be ready. Stefanski's going to have him ready. He knows exactly what he needs to do. He's correct from what he did last year. And we've upgraded talent, and that's really the key. Right. You know, I want to 
ask you, Andrew put a huge emphasis on bringing in men of character, leaders, um, really to enhance the defense on and off the field. Right. And I want to ask you, is there anybody in particular or any uh, position that you're just really excited to see that made maybe the most improvement? I know the secondary is much improved. Yeah. The two-fifths of the Rams passing defense um, or in the secondary there. And then, of course, on the defensive line, is there anybody that sticks out to you that you're just excited to see this season? I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the safety play because that's the position right. I play. Sure, of course. Uh, I, you know, with Denzel, I think we were set at the corner. We needed another corner that was going to be other than Greedy because Greedy's been hurt the last you know right. year and a half. I think he's healthy now, which is going to make us much better. But we got, we got another uh, you know, corner from, from the Rams who's going to be our, our safety valve. But our safety play, I think, is really important. And they're the guys that really come up with the big plays as far as the interceptions, the turnovers, to get the ball back for our offense. So I'm really looking forward to, to that. And, and we upgraded the linebacker position as well. Absolutely. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Now, I, I don't know the – the particular guys, I know they brought a guy in that was with the Colts. I don't know his name now, but as he walked, yeah. So he's uh, he's going to be the heart and soul. Yeah. And I think uh, how he plays will determine uh, how our defense plays, and I think how Baker plays will really determine how our offense plays. Well, well. and you know, speaking to Anthony Walker Jr., it's been mentioned that he will be that uh, the green dot guy. He's going right. to be the play caller on the defense. But they had speed in the middle of the, of the defense, of course, in the secondary with John Johnson, Troy Hill, right. um, and even Grant Delta coming back, Greedy being healthy. But especially on the defensive line, too, they've made massive upgrades. Speed has been the core emphasis, right. I believe. Right. Well, you know, Miles Garrett, he, he's the man. He's, he's one of the best in the league. Clowney, he, uh, he's one of the best. I think he just stay healthy. And I think he will this year. He, he's with a, with a good group. And I think he's, you know, he's been with a couple of different teams the last couple of years. But I think he's, sometimes it takes you to move to a couple of different teams to find the right team. And so I think he's, I think he's found the right team. He's going to be here for a while. You know, it's interesting as campus progressed this last week. One of the things that's been made a lot in the news is that defensive line is pushing that offensive line around. Oh, yeah. is getting back there. And I'm and I'm thinking to myself, we have one of the best offensive lines in the National Football League. So if they're doing that to our offensive guys, what are they going to do to some average lines out there? I think Clowney, to your point, may have found a home finally. Oh, he's healthy. He's he's got that booking with Miles Garrett. So you can't double, you know, you can double team Miles Garrett all day. The county's going to be sitting over there breathing down your neck. So it's going to be fascinating to see how these guys are going to change. He, he's an awesome defensive lineman. And, you know, everybody thinks that he's a, a, a wonderful pass rusher, but he is a run stopper. And that's what we need. That's really his number one you know, deal is that he's a run stopper. Garrett does both. I mean, he's more of a pass rusher, but so we got – you know, both angles there, you know, and he can get to the passer or he can get to the wrestling. But we need, we need a guy that's going to plug up that middle as well. I got to this is my first time actually coming to training camp. And I got to the one thing I noticed with all the defensive guys out there, when, when Miles Garrett runs through a drill, his knees never touch that ground. When he's right. cutting, like he's just like, he's a rare breed out there when it comes to yeah. athletes. But to see him just cut, 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 it just, to, to watch him up close in a practice, I mean, it just shows why they obviously picked him in the Well, he's massive. He's a big guy. He, uh, you know, he, you know when, you, when, you, when you see teams double and triple team, then he's a threat. <laughs> and right. he's still getting into the back. Yeah. Even at that. So if they still choose to do that, it's going to leave Clowney and our other guys available to make the play. So you're going to see a lot of that happening. No, I do want to get your perspective on this. For the first time in what seems like forever, the Browns have continuity in the coaching staff. Can you speak to how important that is, you know, 
for the defense and for the offense to come together? Oh, I think I think it's real important to have stability that way. Uh, uh, probably the most important for the quarterback sure. because he's been through a couple of different organizations or uh, coaching staffs. There's been no continuity there, and at that position, you definitely have to to be able to communicate and convey what they want to be done to your team. And if you keep switching up play calls, playbooks on a yearly basis, it's just not going to happen. Uh, you know, maybe the only one that could possibly make it work is, you know, maybe like a, a Brady or or uh, somebody like that. But but uh, I, I love Baker. I, I'm rooting for him. I hope it all works out well for him. And he's got all the talent around him. So all he's got to do is just make it click and make it work. So as we go into that, like I, I love your bold prediction. That's beating the Penn State Chiefs. I also think this team plays with a chip on their shoulders. Um, you know, you had, you know, the offensive line screaming, just the same old Browns, you know, just feeding off that energy of people saying we can't do this. Right. And I think that unfinished business in the playoffs last year, losing a game that could have went either way there, you know, in those last few years. Um, I think they go into Kansas City with some redemption and say, I think we should uh, let's try to beat these guys and prove that we, we are at that next level. Oh, they yeah. can beat the defending AFC champions. So, take it away. You know what? I'll get you out of here on this one. As you can see, there's a party going on in Cleveland. How, how as a player, how, how motivating Fans back in the stands for this part. Oh, I tell you what, even back in the 80s, they were unbelievable. Yeah. And then we created the dog pound, which is super awesome. And they still use that today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. It's great to see the fans out. It's great to see them excited once again uh, that they got a, a, a good team to cheer for. And there's going to be some things for them. Last year was unbelievable. It was outstanding. And uh, as far as the legends, some of the retired guys were, were happy they're back. I was just going to say, you know, coming into Cleveland, you can just feel the buzz, yeah. the excitement in this city. It's at a fever pitch. I told yeah. Alan, if this team wins a Super Bowl, um, yeah, you better close down the streets for about five Watch minutes. This, you think this is a party. Yeah. And my friend, who's a lifelong Browns fan, who started the club that I told you about, he said, would you rather be at the Super Bowl when the Browns go, or would you rather be at the AFC Championship game in Cleveland when they win it? And I said, I'd rather be in Cleveland with all those fans knowing that they're going to the Super Bowl. Because that would be just your forward for the city. Oh, absolutely. That'd be great. No, this is great. This has been awesome. We thank you so much for your time for joining us. It's been a pleasure. And we're just so happy to be here. I appreciate that, everybody. I see my, my buddy Hanford Dixon just showed up. You want to bring him on up? Yeah, I'll, I'll